When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. This is MSN, the Mountaineers Sports Network. It's time for the Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill. Kegler's, now offering delivery via DoorDash. The Neil Brown Show is also brought to you by Bud Light. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Dan Ryan Builders, better value, better living. Subway, freshly prepared in front of you. United Bank, West Virginia's bank, proud to be united with the Mountaineers. And by WVU Medicine, official medical provider of the Mountaineers. Get the latest insight and information on West Virginia football from the head coach himself. Have a question? Be a part of the show and text us at 304-314-4161 or tweet us at WVUMSN. Now, here's the host of the Neil Brown Show, Tony Caridi. And across the state of West Virginia, good evening, everyone, and we welcome you in to a special edition of the Neil Brown Show. Yes, a special edition because it's a Tuesday night rather than our conventional Thursday night as the Mountaineers get ready to take on the Oklahoma Sooners. Obviously, we've got Thanksgiving this Thursday, but also a special night because we are going to begin with the subject and topic of basketball. The Mountaineers football side are literally on the practice field as we speak and Neil will be joining us here in about oh, 20 minutes or so. But we're going to focus in on basketball to start things off in just a little bit. We'll be going to head coach Bob Huggins. The Mountaineers are in South Dakota, where tomorrow evening, really 24 hours from now, we're going to tip off 
Our coverage of West Virginia University basketball will be on the air exactly at 6 o'clock tomorrow night with the tip-off for the Mountaineers and the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State set for 7 o'clock tomorrow evening. It will be the first of three games in three days for WVU, and it will be an interesting uh, test for WVU. As we get this much-anticipated season underway, it'll be the 112th season for WVU basketball. The Mountaineers coming off a 20-win season a year ago. It was the ninth time that the Mountaineers had won 20 or more in the 13 years that Bob Huggins has been here. And this season, obviously, West Virginia begins the year in the top 15. What do you say? We head to South Dakota right now. We're joined by the head coach, Bob Huggins. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, Tony. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Everything's good, man. That sounds good. Sounds like you're in that chilled out mood, man. You're like, you've chilled. Sounds like the calm before the storm. Well, you know what, Tony? I'll tell you what. The people here couldn't have been nicer. I mean, they, they've been great. The facilities are unbelievable. You know, I think everybody, when, you know, they said we're going to South Dakota, everybody was kind of in a downer and uh, being here, being around the people and, and the facilities and that, they've been terrific. Walk us through, if you would, Hug, since you guys departed yesterday, um, as far as testing goes, what were you guys doing testing-wise before you left Morgantown, then what's it been since you arrived? Well, we tested at 8.15 yesterday morning. Uh, everybody was everybody was negative. We were all good. And then we got here and tested again. Uh, and they were they were very thorough. I mean, most of our guys said they 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 rubbed their brain. Uh, <laughs> and they, that they test, were, yes, that one, yes, that one. Complaining a little bit that they may may have stuck that thing a little further up their nose than the the normal. But uh, other than that, it was everybody was fine, and uh, we went worked out today. Uh, had a had a good practice today. They're they're ready to play. I mean, they're they're so tired of you know, banging on each other, that they're, they're ready to go. They, they need somebody else. You guys have gone through numerous potential opponents, right? It was going to be Texas A&M, then it was going to be Northern Iowa, and now it's South Dakota State. Was it difficult in getting the info that you needed on relatively short notice to get ready for these guys? No, I mean, there's so much stuff available now uh, on on everything that now it, it wasn't – Getting it wasn't the problem. The problem was being able to get it digested and then be able to convey that to our guys in in a short period of time. Uh, Tony, we we came out, uh, we got on the plane thinking we were going to place, uh, you know, somebody, and we got off the plane, told we were going to play somebody else. So that part of it has been challenging. If you would, let's talk a little bit here about just where you think you are, Hugs. You've done this for many years. I doubt you've ever gone into a season without having not played at least one scrimmage game, one exhibition game, right? First time that's ever happened to you. So I would would imagine you've got some thoughts and questions as to exactly what you guys are right now. Well, I mean, if I'm going to be 100% honest, I think it's absurd. I think it's a disservice to our to the players not to do that i mean i you know we've got guys making decisions about college basketball that never never coached played or obviously has seen much college basketball the decisions that they're making and 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 certainly that's 
that's at the top of my list. It's just not fair to the, to the players. So, you know, you, you you start practice and everybody's excited, and then you, you think about spending two or three hours banging on the same guy every single day. I mean, it gets old, and I, I think the quality of the games won't be as good. I think there's going to be a lot more turnovers because you're you're just so used to playing against the same guys. And this to, to have a, a close scrimmage, which they had, you know, and and I, and I understand it didn't end up close because people started giving scores and all those kind of things, but. Or an exhibition. What's wrong with having an exhibition game and giving the money to charity? I, I, I have a hard time finding a reason why that bad thing. Yeah. Do you have yeah, any? Con- do you have a concern as to what you'll look like, or do you th- you have a pretty good feel once you get out there and play that you'll know exactly what you have? We've got a a, a really good of return. Which I think will help us, you know, to have to have Jordan McCabe, who's a three-year guy, and Derek Culver, who's a three-year guy, and so on. I mean, Emmett Matthews; those guys know what's going on. And and Deuce McBride played a ton of minutes a year ago, as did Oscar Sheway. I mean, we've got guys who have. I mean, they've 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 been in big games. They've you know they've been in games against top top two or three teams in the country. So, I mean, I think from that standpoint, I think we'll be fine. What challenge does South Dakota State pose to you? They're they're interesting, Hugs. They play three out, two in, right? And they've got two bigs that shoot an extremely high percentage. That's an interesting matchup because you obviously have got two bigs as well. Walk me through what you think that is. Well, you you never – first of all, you never cease to amaze me with your knowledge. Um I mean, you just you just hit it on the head. I mean, that's that's what they are. That's what they do. And they put five guys on the floor who can make shots. And 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 really, they do a great job of spreading the floor. Uh, they're they're a very good team. You know, uh, and I think the difference between a very good mid-major team and the people that we play. Once we start conference on a day in day out basis, is those the mid majors would have a really really difficult time playing, you know, playing Saturday Monday Saturday Tuesday whatever against two, whatever it is Power Six I guess it is now they're calling it Power Six conference teams. I think that's the biggest difference on on a one game deal. They can play with a lot of people. Yeah. And they return five starters, so they've got continuity. And I mean, similar that you've got a lot of guys coming back. They've got a lot of guys coming back. I think it's a, uh, to be quite honest with you, I know it's a weird way to have gotten to this point, but I think it's a really good uh, start, good test for you to start things off with. Well, as long as we win. True. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're well, that'll be up to you. Well, no, that's, I, on, that's on you. That'll be up to you. Okay. Well, I, the last time I checked, it's been since 1977 that I actually <laughs> made a field goal or a free throw. So uh, it's been a while. Solid, solid point. But but uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I I think so too. I think we're we're going to have to guard some some things that one they run very well, and two because they make shots, it makes it so much more effective. 
You know, I think the I think the flip side of it is I don't know. You know, they shouldn't get a rebound. You know, with 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 Derek and Oscar and Emmett and JB and so forth on the I don't know how they 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 get very many rebounds. Really super basic, an hour description here, which I can do really well. It looks though as though on paper you're too deep at every position and a really quality too deep at every spot that I can't remember um, West Virginia having in the past. Is that a fair assessment, or is that too strong? No, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. I mean, you know, you you take out Oscar, you put in Gabe. So you take out a McDonald's All-American, and you put in a guy who's played three years of high major basketball and, and played pretty well. Out uh, and you put in Isaiah, you know, and so you another guy who who wasn't but is a McDonald's All American. I mean, there's no question he's one of the, was one of the best high school players in the country a year ago. And then you so you take Derek out. And I think I think that the, the thing that separates Derek maybe from our other bigs is this his his athleticism. You know, he's not a he's not a big jumper like like Sags was, but he's got great feet. He really moves his feet and and he is one big strong dude. Yeah. And then back on the other side, go backcourt, you've got Deuce, Jordan, Kedrian, all at that point spot, right? And then you can go interchange Sean and Taz at your two guard spot. So again, as you well know, Hugs, lots of times and you've been here, where there's been a significant drop-off. But you would think that those guys, there's not going to be any significant drop-off. Um, not to say that there won't be some, but you would think that opposing teams, once you start bringing guys up off the bench, you're going, wait a second, that's the guy can do this and this guy can do this? That's, to me, the thing that you take out Emmett Matthews and put in Jalen Bridges, it's going to be, wait a second, that's a team right there when you when you have the ability to do that. Well, I, I think that's that's a hundred percent true, and you know, I think I think there may be times uh, when we maybe struggle against a pack line defense or a, a zone defense where you play Sean and, and Taz at the same time, right? And you know, and 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 then you move uh, JB or Emma to the four. You know, I, we can do that as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I think our versatility certainly is the best that it's been since I've been back home. Hugs, as a, as a coach, you're always looking at certain aspects of a team. What is the one thing or two things you want to see tomorrow in full game action that you haven't been able to really get a good feel on yet? I don't know how well we guard, Tony. I mean, I... I I think we're going to be okay, but I don't. I don't think we guard as well as, for instance, we were guarding at the end of last year. Hmm. And and I and I. But, but the flips, is we're more points than what we could have scored a year ago. Mm-hmm. So you know you, you know, it's, it's depend on how you want to look at it, but. If we can get to the point where we guard as well as we guarded at the end of last year, and have the the, the uptick that we think we can have offensively, then we're going to be a really really good team. Yeah, 
defensively, Hugs, the question obviously because press Virginia became such a national known brand, people have always said, okay, is it back to press Virginia? Are you going to do the press Virginia stuff? Where do you feel comfortable defensively as far as is that just like a sprinkle of salt at times you might do that, or do you not do that and just play half-court defense? No, I think we can. I, it's going to be different, obviously. It, it's not going to be the original press Virginia because we don't have John Holden and Nate Adrian over the ball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those two guys, uh, in John Holden's case, brought exceptional length. And Nate Adrian's uh what he gave us was tremendous knowledge. You know, it, he he's, he wasn't as long as what Sponge was, but he understood what what we needed to do. He understood angles. He just did so many things for us that covered up some other flaws that he was he was invaluable for us over the ball. So, yeah, we don't have that. So, you know, we're going to have to. Are are, are we? just going to play half court absolutely not but it's it's going to be a variation of press virginia yeah but it's still going to be something that i hope people say damn i don't want to play against that mm-hmm. yeah yeah you, you want to say man do they guard one doesn't matter to you if it's full court or half court you just want people to say man do they defend yeah and, and you want people to spend the majority of their preparation time getting ready for that mm-hmm. absolutely all right, if you would, uh, sit tight. We're with Bob Huggins, and this is the Neil Brown Show. Neil will be joining us in just a little bit. We'll take a break, and we will be back with more. We will be talking Mountaineer football, but more Mountaineer hoops when we come back after this. From Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, home of the most live TVs in the area, now offering delivery via DoorDash. Since 1994, Kegler Sports Bar has been one of Morgantown's most popular hangouts for sports fans. Come enjoy the game while eating Kegler's award-winning wings or try our selection of over 45 beers. But don't take our word for it. Come into Kegler's and see for yourself why we've been recognized nationally for our lively atmosphere and superior service. Follow us on Facebook or visit keglersportsbar.com to check out our daily specials. Kegler Sports Bar, sports, food, and great times. Nobody expects an honor student to get hooked on opioids. When I got a hold of pain pills, it took over everything really, really fast. But even at my darkest, I never lost my dream of having a family, a home, and a life. My name is Cassidy, and I'm from Fayetteville, West Virginia. Treatment with medication gave me my life back. Opioid use disorder can happen to anyone. Through treatment with medication, so can recovery. Learn more at backtolifewv.org. Morgantown's number one new home builder and the official home builder of WVU Athletics, Dan Ryan Builders, builds award-winning homes for Mountaineers and their fans. Make your first home or your last home a dream home by Dan Ryan Builders. Dan Ryan Builders and WVU, a winning combination. Let's go Mountaineers. Visit DanRyanBuilders.com to learn more. Dan Ryan Builders, better value, better living. The Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, continues after this local timeout. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. 
Holiday gifts come in all sizes and shapes, carefully crafted for friends and family to take. Some don big bows or festive ribbon. Some sit in the snow waiting to be given. But no matter how the gift arrives, everyone will enjoy the prize inside. West Virginia Lottery scratch-offs always fill the holidays with fun. But hurry before the tickets are done. <laughs> Please play responsibly at a distance. At United Bank, banking means more than financial solutions. It means rallying around the causes that are important to our customers, employees, and communities. While we have grown in size and presence, we have never forgotten our roots. By giving back to our local communities and funding business development, we help fuel economic growth. Our success is your success. Because to us, this is home. United Bank, West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Member FDIC. Want to be a part of the Neil Brown Show? Text us your question at 304-314-4161. For more of tonight's show, here again, Tony Caridi. Thanks so much, everyone. We're inside the Mountaineer football team room at the Pushcar Center, and Neil Brown will join us in just a little bit. Mountaineer is still on the practice field, and what a pinch hitter we have in Neil's place to start to show off. Mountaineer basketball coach Neil Brown, um, Mountaineer basketball coach Bob Huggins replacing Neil Brown. Although I think Hugs would have been a fine football coach. You're, I mean, I think he would have really been a really good football coach, Hugs. Really good. Well, I've been accused of that. Yeah. I, um, seemingly every football coach that I've, that, that I've worked with in the athletic department, they always say, you know, I watch your teams play. You should have been a football coach. Yeah, that's true. I think you'd blitz a lot, and I think your offensive package would be – I formation, two tight ends, and just run straight up the middle. Very vanilla. Yeah. Yes. Very vanilla. Just, just knock them down. Just like, here yeah, we come. Very stop I, you know, the stuff that Neil does, I, you know, I don't have a clue. No, I understand. I get it. I get it. Um, I'm, 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 I'm a little bit concerned, Hugs, that we see all of these games being postponed around the country as we get ready to rev this thing up. Um, the Youngstown State game is off for now, although you hope to play it sometime in December. What are your conversations right now going on? Do you have a feel as to how you think this thing plays out before we start league play? Well, you know, you know what, Tony? Obviously it's doable because we've got eight teams here and did not have a single positive. So it's doable. You know, it, it's doable, and and I don't know about the other seven teams and coaches, whatever. But we started talking about our guys when when this thing first, you know, became a reality that we may not be able to play basketball. And it's like it's up to you guys. Then you know, you guys say how much you want to play. You know, all this and that. They do the right thing. And I was I was talking to to uh, Jim Tooley, who's the head of USA Basketball, who was here last night, and I said, you know, our guys have been phenomenal. I mean, I, I can't I can't say enough, and, I, and Shane and I were talking about it earlier today. I can't say enough about them. I mean, they have been phenomenal. They, they're they doing the right things. They're, you know, you don't 
hear about our guys, you know, running around downtown, whatever. They they have just done a terrific job of kind of isolating themselves so that we could play basketball, which you know, I, I think they certainly deserve a lot of credit for. Yeah, and hopefully that uh, that'll continue. But as you well know, this doggone thing just uh, just appears. And you just never know. But so far, so far, so good. Um, can we talk a little bit about some individual guys? People have not laid their eyes yet on. They'll start to see them tomorrow. Um, let's let's talk about the newcomers. Uh, first off, let's start with Kedrian. Can you kind of give us an update? We know it's difficult to transition from JC and make an immediate impact. Where do you think he is in that regard? Well, he's extremely talented. I, I, I think that's that's what you start with. Um, but, you know, Tony's never been a point guard, really. I mean, he was a scoring guy. He, he was off the ball, scoring the ball, and now we're asking him to play point guard. And we're asking him to play point guard because of what you said earlier. I mean, we've got we've got two guys who can really shoot the ball and, uh, and shot and pass. So, you know, I think where we would need him the most would be a point guard situation, but he has. I don't. I don't know if if surprised us is 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 the right thing to say, but he has gotten better and better and better. And you know, we had scrimmage the other day, just the scrimmage between our guys, and I and I called him over and I said, "Let me ask you a question. Why does the guy who's the fastest guy in the gym, without a question, I said, you are the fastest guy in the gym, aren't you?" And he said, "Yeah, coach." Then why would that guy walk the ball up the floor? And and, it, and it, the light kind of came on with him, and, and he pushed the ball up the floor, got easy shots and easy baskets for other guys as, as, as well as himself, and has has been doing that. And he is he is really really fast twitch. So, you know, I think his his ability to, to guard the basketball eventually is going to be terrific because he is so fast twitch. Where do you think he is in that regard right now? Someone, I'm not mentioning any names, but someone on your staff said he'll be our best on-ball defender. I said, ooh, that's pretty strong. Think he's got a chance to do that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I think, I think, I think his, his, the drawback now will be that he's not, he's not as physical. You know, he hasn't, he hasn't been through uh, Sean Brown University yet. Mm-hmm. Like the other guys have, but I think I think you know a year in a weight room with Sean, and you know he he wasn't here this summer. He was finishing up some work academically, uh, but a summer with Sean, I think physically, he'll be able to do what you know our other guys do, and and uh, I, I I think just from the ability to move his feet and his his speed and his quickness and his he's just a fast fast twitch guy what do we need to know about Jalen Bridges's game what kind of a player is he well I think he's he's uh, uh, he's a six foot seven guy who really could be a two guard you know, you could you could play him at power forward in a lot of situations and stretch the defense. He, he shoots the ball extremely well, Tony. And, and what I was 
a year ago, you know, when he was when he was a redshirt guy, what I kept I kept seeing the progress in what he could do defensively, number one, and number two, the way he rebounded the ball offensively. So he's a guy who one can make shots, two I think can defend with with terrific length, and then I think thirdly he's he gives us another guy on the glass to keep balls alive to get you know more than one possession. How do you rank his passing? I've never seen him pass, Tony. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to liven this show up a little bit. With no, absolutely. Uh, it's about to get real live because Neil's just walking in now, so it's about to get real live. Yeah, well, coaches. Got, yeah, coaches on here. Got, coaches. Let me I, I, got, to, I, I got some things for Neil. Hey, if you got some help, I need some help. Can you help me block these guys? That's what I need. Hey, I just watched them play. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. How's uh how's South how's South Dakota? Uh you know what? It's fabulous. It really is. They they have been I was I went on and on and on with Tony about how nice the people are. The facilities are unbelievable. Neil, they've got an indoor facility at a hundred yards. Oh, that's awesome. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. We could we could use another forty. Uh, well, I was trying to I was trying to push a button there. <laughs> oh man, they uh, looking forward to watching you guys play this week. Well, we're looking forward to playing. It's been a long time without playing against anybody it has. other than our own guys, so we're it looking has. forward to it. And I'm 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 looking forward to a I guess it would be a huge upset, right? Maybe I don't I don't mean that in a, any detrimental way, but I, no, that's I fair. What, I'm I'm. I'm I'm pulling for the Mountaineers as hard as anybody can pull for the Mountaineers on Saturday night. Yeah, well, we appreciate it. we're going to need it. It's going to be a it's going to be a fun night. You know, they're playing they're playing really really well. Um, they struggled a little bit. They're re- they're really young and they struggled early in the year, but they they have found kind of in the second half versus Texas. They kind of found their wind and they've been playing lights out this last month. But we're playing our best football too, so. Did you ever think about like benching your quarterback for just a little while and then putting him back in like, yeah, <laughs> like they did? He's played pretty good since he came back. He has, time. he has, and it's like, you know, he was kind of doing his own thing. It's almost like probably like a point guard that's kind of not running the sets or whatever. He was kind of just ad libbing, and it looked like Lincoln pulled him, set him down for a couple series, said, "Hey, let's stay within the offense," and he came back. And I don't, I don't think he's thrown an interception since he came back since. Uh, how about that? Since he got benched, he's been playing really well. Hey, Hugs, you you would do real well, wouldn't you, Hugs, when you send in a play and someone doesn't run what you call? you do real yeah, well with yeah. that. I mean, I, I think people have noticed that about me, Tony. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I don't get upset about much. No. Probably say, hey, just a misunderstanding. I'm sure you misunderstood what I said to Ron. Coach, how have you all, with the, with the schedule being changed up out there, did you all scout everybody that was in the tournament? How did you all make that work? No, we 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 were we were kind of told, you know, that this is who you're playing, and and so okay, we so we watched the film, went over all their stuff, and then they said, oh, uh, we we got to change, and so then we scouted them, and and we, we're on scout number four right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, oh, man. 
Well, you're versatile. But I tell you what it does, Neil. It's a, it's a great thing because if, if we would happen to lose tomorrow, I'm just going to say, well, hell, we didn't have enough time to scout them. <laughs> Built in. I like it. Yeah, it's already set up. It's already set up. It, it, I, I'll, I'll work with you on excuses. I'm, I'm, I'm really good. <laughs> Yeah, he'll leave you his book. He's got a book. That's yeah, great. he's got a book. That's great. Well, listen, Mr. Bear, uh, really appreciate you jumping in here with us. We are now 23 and a half hours before the ball goes in the air. And uh, stay uh, stay safe. And we look forward to watching this team and uh, doing this deal tomorrow. We'll chat with you tomorrow. Well, Tony, I told you off air that, you know, I'm used to carrying Neil because I, I had to do that when we had Mac events. Right. No, absolutely. You know? So, so you know, I had to I had to kind of carry him through those things. So I'm, I'm, I'm used to it. And you he, know what? I can't even argue that. I, <laughs> I can't even argue. I can't. The Mac caravans. Yeah. They'll yeah. be back, baby. As soon as hey. that vaccine goes in, we're on the road, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be on the road again. I'm looking forward Coach to it. Coach Brown, hey, listen, man. Hey. I'll tell you what, I am pulling for you as hard as anybody can pull for you. Let's let's go get us a win. Yeah, you too, man. I, I'm looking forward to watching this this bunch, man. The last uh the last live sporting event I was actually uh a fan at was the big win over Baylor in the Coliseum. So I'm looking forward to get back in there and watching you guys. Good luck this week. Well thanks, I Hugs. It. Yeah, good luck to you. Yep. Appreciate it. Take Thanks. care. Mountaineer head coach Bob Huggins from South Dakota. And again tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, pregame coverage here, tip at 7. We invite you to stay tuned. Into Mountaineer football we go with Neil coming up after this from Farmer Clinic Campbell, West Virginia's injury lawyers. Have you been injured in a wreck? You shouldn't have to worry about fighting the insurance company, and it shouldn't cost you a dime. Call attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell, 800-687-5990. We help fellow West Virginians. Ask around. We've probably helped a friend, neighbor, or even a family member. We never ask you for money, and we don't get paid unless you do. Injured in a wreck? Call the law firm you know, 800-687-5990. Attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell. Around here, you matter. We are Staples, and we're ready to help shape the future of work life. With a team of real people by your side, dedicated to serve. Sharing innovative ideas to keep your team connected, productive, and inspired. With a product assortment focused on business, so you can find exactly what you need. We're Staples, the work-life fulfillment company. Get to know us at staplesadvantage.com. WVU Medicine Children's provides specialty maternal, infant, and pediatric care for families in West Virginia and the surrounding region. We offer care to high-risk mothers, premature infants, and children with life-threatening conditions through adolescence to adulthood. Visit WVUKids.com. At Northeast Natural Energy, we're making the most for West Virginia through the state's abundance of clean natural gas. We're West Virginia operated, West Virginia trusted, and West Virginia fans. Northeast Natural Energy, doing things well for West Virginia. The Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, continues after this local timeout. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Today tastes like game day at home. Like assigned couch seating. (laughs) Tastes like coffee table dining. And an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. (laughs) Today tastes like watching football is supposed to. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. 
At Encova Insurance, we encircle you with insurance solutions you can trust. We provide coverage to protect what you care about. Business insurance, including workers' compensation, auto, home, and life insurance. What makes us unique? Our superior financial strength, smart technology, a one-stop shop for custom-tailored solutions. Encova 360, our approach to workers' compensation and local decision-making. We are Encova Insurance. Visit Encova.com for more information. Brown Show presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill continues exclusively on MSN, the Mountaineers Sports Network. Once again, here's Tony Caridi. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Neil Brown Show, and we're with you up until 8 o'clock tonight. Top of the hour, Del Wolfley will check in and we'll get his Subway fresh take on the Mountaineers. Subway is the official training restaurant of athletes everywhere, and a reminder. That tonight's program is being brought to us in part by the West Virginia Lottery. Believe it could happen to you. Please play responsibly at a distance. All right, so it just seems like this is a record, man, that keeps on playing. Every time we get ready to play someone, they seem to be playing their best football <laughs> of the season. Have you noticed that? There's a there's a continuing theme here? Well, it, it has. You know, it that's funny. You know, I haven't even thought about it that way. But if you look back, um, I guess starting with with Kansas State, yeah, you know, Kansas State came in on a winning streak. Uh, Texas coming off um, playing their best football, they were off a win over Oklahoma State, and then TCU had won what three in a row coming yeah. in, yeah, and now Oklahoma's won what five. They're cooking. Yeah. So yeah, that it has become a theme. hadn't hadn't really thought about it. Without a doubt, Oklahoma is playing. You know, they they that game on Saturday night, that's the best they've played all year. Um and and maybe even the best they played, you know, in a couple of years. I mean, in all three phases. Right. I mean that, that that was a dominant performance. You talked during your press conference earlier today about uh their truly amazing stat that they've put together in regarding to starting strong and scoring early um in games. As an offensive coach mm-hmm. when you watch what lincoln riley does to start games okay so what's what, what's going on there because if it was that simple then everyone would do it what's he got going there well i think credit to he and the staff i mean schematically they're doing some really good things but i mean it's a, it's a player's game and they've had players you know they've had a finalist for the heisman trophy um the last three years two yep. winners and then they've got uh, i think spencer rattler was one of the top quarterbacks in the country, if not number one quarterback in the country coming out. And they've had a lot of talent. They've had a lot of NFL players. But Lincoln does a really good job of organizing his plays and his schemes early in contest. And they've played well defensively, too. I mean, they've only given up 17 points the whole first first quarter. So, I mean, it's not just them on offense. Right. It's it's them as an entire team. Um, but I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a stat like that, 124 to 17 in the first quarter. So – as a play caller yourself, describe his philosophy on calling plays. When you watch his offenses, and you're right, I mean, there's no question, he's got fours and five stars running all over the place, which makes it uh, a lot easier. But what's he do as far as the schematics as you review him? Well, when when I look at him, I think what he does a nice job of is he they're a little bit different each and every week. 
And so uh, they do a great job uh, with their offensive line. I talked about Bill Biedenboe earlier today. I think he is is he does a great job the scheming the run game. They have their best base plays, um, but they but they design them in a way that are different uh, different looks each week. Uh, they do a good job mixing up their protections. And then Lincoln does a really nice job of getting the ball to his different playmakers, especially early, and they design shot plays. They have different shot plays to chuck the ball down the field each and every week. Mm-hmm. You mentioned today that they have a long offensive line, six feet five inches tall. Is kind of That's the size of their old line. You struggled with that against Texas. Now, your guys haven't gotten taller since the Texas game. So what are the solutions to dealing with something like that? Well, I think that we've got to, from a technique standpoint, we've got to be better. We we didn't play. If you look at the overall stats defensively versus Texas, they weren't bad, but we just didn't play as well as we needed to play, especially in the run game. We didn't use our hands well enough up front. Uh, we allowed some second level. Uh, we didn't allow, we our second level, uh, our linebackers and our step down safeties. They didn't do a very good job playing off blocks. Uh, so some of it's technique oriented that we've got to do a better job. The other thing is, from a schematic standpoint, we've got to make sure that we stay on the edge. You know, we don't get into them where they can grab us. So hopefully we've learned our lesson because offensive line-wise, very similar from a size standpoint uh, yeah. compared with uh, Oklahoma and Texas are. We mentioned Spencer Rattler. He was, by some accounts, five-star, most prolific quarterback, came out of Arizona, just crazy numbers, all-time record-setting numbers in the state of Arizona history and he's one of those guys that if it's not there this way with his arm then he's going to take off and he's going to he's going to hurt you those are always the most difficult guys to deal with where do you think he is right now it seems as though he's reached that point where he's now comfortable and he's just playing ball instead of thinking about playing ball yeah that's what i mean he's a redshirt freshman and so he has a few struggles early in the year uh throwing interceptions probably due to some fundamental things trying to go outside of what they were trying to do offensively the other thing that um i think of note too was is he didn't have his eyes probably in the right position and he's learned kind of learned on the fly um there's no preparation until you go out and start in these in these big football games and so as he's gotten more experience he's gotten better and um and so i think credit to him he's taking coaching he's he's improved as year goes on um, he is a dual threat guy. He can pull the ball down and run. Uh, the thing that's gonna that our fans are really gonna see on Saturday night is he has a quick release and probably as strong as arm as anybody in our conference. Yeah, uh, coming into Saturday's game, twenty two touchdown passes and just six interceptions. He's thrown for over two hundred yards or more in every game that he's played. Four games he has thrown for over three hundred yards, including last week against. Oklahoma State. So this will be game number nine. However, we have not seen a dude yet this season like we're going to see here in Ramondre Stevenson. Six feet. All right, we can deal with that. 246 LBs. (laughs) Six foot, 246 pounds. uh, Built very similar to... uh, you know, our man Coleman Barnes, uh, who's who's sitting with us today, yeah, right? Coleman's got about, uh, I don't know how many surgeries he's got on those two knees, but. And he was a long snapper, so that, there's the difference. He did not run the football, but that's a low, in all seriousness. Man, you know what? And I don't need to tell you this. He ran mad. He ran yep. angry, didn't he? Yeah, well, he has in the last couple of weeks. Um, he played at a high level against Oklahoma State. He, and 
the thing that we've got to do is we've got to figure out a way to get him going sideways because he's going north and south like he did on Saturday night, especially early in the first drive of that game and then in the second half. Um, we'll have issues. But we're not going to be – we're not going to – our plan is not just tackling with one guy. We've got to get multiple hats to the ball. Yeah. Uh, set the all-time record at his junior college, 2,111 yards, 16 touchdowns in a single season, second all-time in junior college history. Has had some off-the-field issues uh, at Oklahoma and uh, now seems to be running like he's mad that he missed those games, and so it's a whole uh, different deal. Let's jump over onto our side here now, Neil, offensively. I was on a show this morning in Norman, and the the host made a great point, and it's it's Toby Rowland, their play-by-play announcer, and he said this, Jared Deggie is the most underappreciated quarterback in the Big 12 Conference, and I said, I think you're absolutely right. He's the one that gets the least amount of conversation. You hear about all the other guys, right? You hear Spencer Sanders, you hear Ellinger, and you hear the rest of these dudes, but statistically, look at the list, and there he is at the top. Of, you, know, you know, he's in one, two, three, yeah. one, two, three in these categories. And just about all the st- st- uh, statistical uh, categories there in the Big 12 as far as quarterback play. Why do you think that is? Um, but why is he at the top of the list? No, is why he at, is he? Why does yeah. he not get the proper due? He's not. He's not overly flashy. He's he's consistent. He's been consistent, especially uh, probably in the last uh, five, really since um, second half of Baylor. He's been he's been pretty consistent. Um, you know, he didn't get a whole lot of pub coming into the to the season. A lot of times, it, if you don't get the preseason hype, you don't get it throughout the season. So I think that's probably another reason. Um, in in our defense. Um, deservingly so is getting a lot of our uh press you know and we play i think he's been extremely efficient uh he's he's done a good job protecting the ball his stats are good um and i think they they've continued to improve um the couple of these games like the kansas state tcu game we had big leads so you know we didn't necessarily throw the ball a whole lot in the late in the third or into the fourth quarter so that probably maybe hurt his numbers a little bit but he is playing. He is playing at a high level. Uh, he's going to be challenged uh, this weekend in, in the finale versus Iowa State. What is the biggest challenge he'll have to deal with on Saturday? Well, we're going to have to get the ball out on time. Uh, a lot of man coverage. So when you play man coverage, uh, the windows are smaller. Uh, so that's a um, – both of those things make it hard. Understanding that they are they have a really good front four. Uh, they have some advantages over us in that you know, in that matchup, D line versus O line, and just knowing that the windows are going to be small, so um, he's got to be extremely accurate. Yeah, stay with us. We've got more coming up. Dale Wolfley in about fifteen minutes, and Mike Joseph, Mountaineer Director of Strength and Conditioning, will join us later in the show. We're coming at you from the football facilities building here. Oh, that's old school there. I should. That's before facilities building is what they called it until they named it the Push Car Center. I gave you an old school reference. We're back after this from GoMart, official convenience store, WVU football. Shorter days and cooler nights and the sweet sounds of fans chanting Hail WV can only mean one thing. It's football season. And now at GoMart, you can play along in store while WVU plays on the field with the Mountaineer First and Gold Contest. Rush to score a touchdown as you gain yards by purchasing qualifying items each month. The best part, gear up for next season with GoMart's monthly WVU giveaways. Leading up to the ultimate win, a tailgate and tickets package or a game during the 2021 football season. Go to GoMart.com for more details. Get more bank for your business with United Bank. 
Whether you'd like to start a business, purchase commercial real estate or equipment, United Bank can help. We support business development throughout our great state, making business and consumer loans and fueling opportunities. Small business owners' dreams come true and larger corporations grow. What can we do for your business? United Bank, West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. The coronavirus continues to affect us all, and AARP is here in West Virginia actively supporting you and your community. Every day, they're providing trusted information from experts, working to protect people from fraud, supporting family caregivers, and making it easier for neighbors to help neighbors through the new AARP Community Connections website. We may be apart, but we're not alone. Click to connect at aarp.org slash near you. The Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, continues after this local timeout. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Civil and Environmental Consultants, or CEC, is an employee-owned engineering and environmental consulting firm. At CEC, people come first, whether that's our clients, our employees, or our fellow citizens. It's why we listen intently and work harder to learn our clients' business. It's why we prioritize the career development of every individual on our team, and it's why we're invested in the success of our local communities. People are why we do what we love and love what we do. CEC, West Virginians doing West Virginia's work. Visit CECinc.com for more. That's CECinc.com. Trust the climb. West Virginia football is on the rise under Coach Neil Brown. Ellinger pressure. Stills got him down. He sacked him. Here he is still sacked Sam Ellinger. Join us as we do battle against the Big 12 at Mountaineer Field and Milan Pushkar Stadium. Deepfield has a wide open receiver. The ball is caught into the end zone. Touchdown! Tickets for the 2020 season are on sale now at WVUGame.com or by calling 1-800-WVU-GAME. Join the climb today. Welcome back to the Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill. Have a question for the show? Send us a tweet at WVUMSN. Here's your host, Tony Caridi. It's the Mountaineers and the Sooners of Oklahoma Saturday night. Under the lights, kickoff is set for 7.30. National television on ABC. And our pregame coverage here on the Mountaineer Sports Network radio side begins at 4 o'clock with the GoMart Mountaineer tailgate show. Ball goes in the air at seven thirty. You know, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy for you, but at the same time, it's like half happy for you because I, to be honest with you, I wanted you to experience nighttime for the first time with the whole place on top of people. That's yeah. what I wanted you to get. But we'll yeah. get we'll get there. We're looking forward to it. You know, I, I really, you know, I hope our fans. Um, I think there are some tickets available, and whatever our re- reduced capacity is, I get confused. But I hope we are able to to max that out. And I could I could tell just watching the game on TV from Saturday night when Oklahoma hosted Oklahoma State. I don't know what their capacity was, but the crowd <laughs> there looked like there was few people there. Yeah. But um, but the crowd was into it, and they were a factor in the game. Sure. And and I would love for our fans. To whatever our max capacity could be, I'd love for them to to come and wear a mask and do all the things you're supposed to do, but really have a significant impact on the game. And uh, and and that's what I hope. Hope we can create the best atmosphere we possibly can uh, within the rules. 
I think that the crowd has its its role and its uh, impact has increased every single time that we've played at home. You I know? agree. I, I thought the last of TCU. I thought they were really good. No, the first time the first half of TCU was great. Um, I agree with you. I thought in Kansas State game they were into it as well. Uh, in all fairness to them, the Kansas game, the first quarter, we didn't give them anything to be excited about, and so it's hard if you it you know if if you don't start the game great, it's easy for the crowd to get out of it. But I I agree. The last two big wins we've had here versus a ranked Kansas State team and a and a TCU team that's playing really well, I think our crowd is has 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 made a difference, and yeah. and I hope I hope it's going to be the case on on Saturday night. Since the last time we spoke, the team had not had its bye week, had not gotten the rest as you had talked about it so badly needed. Were you happy with how that aspect of giving them break, getting them back onto the field, making sure they maintain their conditioning, but at the same time not blow their legs out here this week? Are you happy with where they are when you look into their eyes as far as that mental aspect of it now? Yeah, the the bye week was as important mentally as it was physically. It really was. I mean, you think about it. Um, we had gone a long time, um, and, and I don't I don't know if our fans have a, you know, we're in a stringent time right now, and, and rightfully so because we're very fortunate to be playing the game, but we're getting tested, COVID testing, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, there's not a single person uh, within our program that's been home uh, since since Fourth of July. And uh, and then we played five games in a row of conference play, which is which is physical. We were the only ones in our league that did that. Um, and so we after that TCU game, we were in bad need of pushing a pause. Now we still did the COVID test, but we didn't do anything at all on Sunday and Monday. Met on Tuesday and then practiced for an hour on Wednesday, an hour on Thursday, off again on Friday, and then practiced Saturday morning for about an hour. And you know, not just the rest from not practicing but the mental side of it we didn't meet really at all hardly um and so i think they are refreshed i think they've got they're excited about this game you know um but mentally it was important for us to hit a pause and i think we're going to be enthused this week you know since we haven't had an opportunity to talk about the last game let's jump in here a little bit um i thought it was a really nice job by you guys as far as some of the tweaks that you made to get some really good looks, going under center, uh, running that jet sweep package under center certainly um, w- was a different look and it was valuable to you. Uh, the touchdown pass to T.J. Simmons coming toward the weight room side when you faked the, the, uh, the, the, the screen out to the perimeter, caught them. Uh, I just thought just a, a lot of little nice little things. Didn't reinvent the wheel, but just little nice little touches that just were enough to keep that ball moving and getting your points yeah we've been able to we haven't we probably haven't scored as many points as you would like in some of our games um but we've been really efficient um offensively um we've been able to you know our numbers you know as far as moving the ball and first downs and, and total offense and those type of things have been been good i think it's credit to our staff and um i think they've had a good plan uh, each and every week we've been different um, but we stayed in the realm of featuring Letty and featuring things that that our quarterback is good at, while also making sure we play to the strengths of our of our offensive line, not put them in bad positions. Um, so, but we did. I think uh, TCU is really good on defense. Uh, I think they're as well coached as anybody in the country defensively. And for us to produce, and we really kind of uh, pushed pushed the break there in the third quarter after we got up twenty four to six. 
and so um uh, but i I did it it was one of our better performances last two years for sure yeah you went all the way around with it and that was that was really good to uh good to see Bring me up to speed with your receiving core at this point, because I think at various times guys have made plays for you. Then another guy will step up, another guy will step up. It, is it fair to say that at this point, I think you're reaching toward that point where you've got multiple guys, as you would have hoped for, that you can trust enough to throw to? Yeah, I think we're there. We're getting there. I don't think we we're necessarily arrived. We're, what we've got is we're basically a receiving core by committee right now. You know, I think that Winston leads us statistically. Uh, he's a guy that's that's made plays, and uh, T.J. Simmons has been really good the last two weeks. I think Bryce Wheaton's coming along. Esdale has, has played better. Sam James has made some plays. Uh, Sean Ryan uh, made some plays early in that game uh, against TCU. He's coming along. Uh, Ali Jennings played well the week before, and so yeah, I think we're we're becoming a crew that's. Um, you know, Reese Smith is still in the rotation. So we're playing a lot of guys, and it's kind of different guys, you know, showing up each and every week. And so uh, I, I would think it's fair to say we're kind of by committee right now. When you play a team that has the mindset of Oklahoma, they're used to winning. They're difficult to beat. Everyone knows that. You have to have a certain template of, how, okay, how do you knock off someone like this? You've done it before. What normally goes along with beating a team like this? What has to happen for you? Well, I think the you can't turn the football over, and and you can't have big negative plays on special teams. I think those are two things that that really when you play when you play teams that are extremely talented and have depth and everything, where it really can be a difference is on is in special teams. And so you got to make sure that you minimize that effect in special teams. Like last year is a great example. We um, we fumbled the ball around on kickoff return, had poor field position. Um, we we block. We had a punt blocked. Um, we just we just did not play very well on special teams. Some of that is their doing. Um, but you know the formula is pretty simple. Is you've got to hold on to the football. Um, you can't give up. You can't have negative plays in special teams. You've got to minimize explosive plays. And then the offense has to stay on the field. They have to get first downs. And then you've got to be able to score touchdowns in the red zone. That's when they really feast, isn't it? When, just as you said, when you make a mistake, mm-hmm. that's when really good teams just absolutely engulf yeah. you. But if you don't, then it just kind of sits there in the balance waiting for it to ha- waiting for someone to make a move. Exactly. You've got to make, you got to make them earn it. You can't. Give them things, whether it's penalties, turnovers, those type of things. All right, him looking at, here we go. Stats are not as good early in the season because it's not a full field. We're, we're, we're through eight now, mm-hmm. okay? So these are the real numbers. You know, kind of like um, the start to a 30 for 30 on, uh, on ESPN. <laughs> what right. if I told you, okay, what if I told you at the start of the season that the Mountaineers would be fourth in the league in scoring, averaging 29 points per game. What if I told you that West Virginia would be number one in the Big 12 in scoring defense, number two in pass offense, number three in rush defense, number two in total offense, number one in pass defense, number one in total defense? Yeah, you know, I thought we'd be better. I thought we'd be better. Um I thought we'd be in a position um, 
where we'd have opportunities to win, uh, which we have. Um, statistically, do I think we were going to be as good um, as we've turned out to be through eight games? Then we got to finish that um, on defense. Uh, probably not. I probably I thought we'd be we're going to be improved. I knew Tony Fields was going to be a big help for us. Um, but some of those numbers um, are better than than even I would have thought going into the year. I think it's really important. You know, we finish with these two teams. We've got a if we're sitting here ten in in the first second week in December and we're talking about we finished in the with those statistics I think that bodes well for the future because we got a lot of guys that are coming back yeah take a break with Neil Dale Wolfley front center on deck we'll get Wolf's take on the game with Neil we invite you to stay tuned more coming up after this from Subway official training restaurant of athletes everywhere Right now at Subway Restaurants, you can choose from three foot-long faves starting at $5 each. That's a foot-long Black Forest ham, cold-cut combo, or meatball marinara made with any veggies you want on your choice of bread starting at $5 each. Grab a few faves to feed your whole group or get yourself one for now and save another for later. But hurry, foot-long faves starting at $5 won't be around for long. Subway, eat fresh. At participating restaurants, extras additional plus tax. No additional discounts or coupons. Freshly prepared in front of you. While we anxiously await the return of Mountaineer Sports, there are other athletes like you trying to stay in the game. Hi, it's Tony Caridi. Whether you suit up for WVU or just play for fun, don't let an injury keep you on the bench. The state's best athletes rely on world-class care from the same WVU Medicine Orthopedics team of experts that help you with sprains, broken bones, or anything life throws at you. It is a great day to be a Mountaineer with WVU Medicine. Call 855-WVU-CARE to schedule your appointment today. If you're looking to build or upgrade your current outdoor space but have no idea where to start, well, look no further. Central Supply Company can connect you with local contractors and get you the material that you need to start enjoying your very own outdoor living space. Whether you need to add an outdoor fireplace, pavers, brick, stone veneer, sidewalk, driveway, or a retaining wall, Central's got you covered. Call for the red trucks, 1-800-348-5577 or online, centralsupplywv.com. The Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, continues after this local timeout. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Nobody expects an honor student to get hooked on opioids. When I got a hold of pain pills, it took over everything really, really fast. But even at my darkest, I never lost my dream of having a family, a home, and a life. My name is Cassidy, and I'm from Fayetteville, West Virginia. Treatment with medication gave me my life back. Opioid use disorder can happen to anyone. Through treatment with medication, so can recovery. Learn more at backtolifewv.org. Staying connected means games can still feel like this. Even if they actually sound like this. That's why U.S. Cellular is building a 5G network that works from outside to inside uninterrupted so you can stay connected even if you aren't at the game. Right now, get unlimited data for just $30 a month. Check out uscellular.com for more info. U.S. Cellular, upgrade to fair. Data may be temporarily slower than other traffic in times of congestion. Video streams at up to 480p DVD quality. Credit approval and auto pay paperless billing required. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Hey, welcome back, everyone. We're inside the Mountaineer team room here at the Push Car Center, West Virginia and Oklahoma, on Saturday night at 7.30. Time now, ladies and gentlemen, for our fresh take of the week. It's brought to us by Subway, official training restaurant of athletes everywhere. And now, by the magic of radio, Neil, you ready? I'm ready. Let's head upstairs over to the press box at Milan Pushkar Stadium. We're joined by the Wolfman, Dale Wolfley. Wolf, what a night for you, man. You're the, you're the only guy upstairs in the box. You're chilling out. The lights are still on in the stadium. I mean, you must feel like a king looking through his empire there, huh? Uh, Tony, I'm eating it all in right now. I'm telling you, the lights are on. The practice just uh, got over, and I'm sitting here, and I'm thinking about all those years, all those great night games. I'm talking Syracuse 88. I'm talking Miami 93. All go. those great games, and I'm, I can see him, man. It's right in my mind's eye, and it's like it was yesterday, and I don't feel as old as I really am. Yeah, no, I believe it. I thought he was going to say, Neil, I'm looking down there, 31-yard line, left hash. I lined up right there, ran a trap. I came through. I smashed it. I bet he's got some good war stories. If we let him go, if we turned it over, he he could deliver them. Don't you think it's time we go into the archives and pull some game tape out of Wolf playing? Don't you think, Neil? Wouldn't you like to see him coming up? I'm actually, to be honest with you, so on we have have infinity uh, cable. And they have these, uh, uh, I don't know if they're what they're called, but they have like on West Virginia, they have these, uh, and you're, you've voiced over a lot of them, but they're the season, season wrap-ups. Oh, okay. And so one night during the quarantine is I turned it, I turned one of those on, and there's the wolf, man. Oh, how about that, Wolf? Yeah. I didn't even know you were on there. You're on the big screen. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, it seems like a long time ago, but really there was color back then. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, we've been around for a while. I mean, the fields, the stadium, a little has changed. But, you know, honestly, there's not a whole lot that has changed to really change the structure. So a lot of memories that are really vivid. And I can go in from my brother Ronnie going back oh, to 81 and, yep. and through myself from 86 through 90, coming here and coaching being on staff and through all the years. You know, it's, it's so crazy that sometimes I actually forget whether I played with guys, the Ronnie's teammates, were, you know, were they my teammates? Did mm-hmm. I coach them? You know, I just don't remember all of it. It's, they've all meshed together. And now with being with the varsity club, and you know, all, all of them are just all my brothers now, you know, and, and it's just uh, it's pretty cool. But sometimes it does, the lines get a little blurry as to who yeah. was my actual teammates. No, you're absolutely right. It goes by. It goes by so fast. Think about the stadium itself. When his brother played, there were temporary bleachers set up going into the weight room where they are now. Just temporary bleachers. Oh, really? And then the hill, on the other the end of the stadium, it was just a, it was just a big grass hill, and people would put blankets down. They would just sit there and watch the game. Progress. Oh man, progress. Amazing change. But do, do you do you remember those season wrap ups? Everybody used to have them. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So they've got they've got a, and I don't know if they still do, but during the quarantine, they had all these season wrap ups. They have thirty minute like to go back and look. thirty yeah. minute to an hour deals, and you, I went back and I watched a few, and they were good. Yeah. You know, talking about our stadium, you know, it's um, it it has you know I've seen all the pictures going back to the stadium that was on campus, and then from nineteen eighty and how it's changed, and I just I think that you know we need to get this this facility uh, completed, you know, and and I think we can do some some wonderful things to 
create revenue and fan experiences within our stadium. I think there's still a lot of growth to be made in there. Yeah, it's coming along. It is coming along. Hey, Wolf, you've been Absolutely. watching tape this week of the Sooners. Mm-hmm. Let's jump in here. What are the things that you take away, and what are your thoughts as far as Neil goes um, that you'd like to pick his brain on? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first thing is, you know, sometimes, Tony, it's good to actually sit in a press box uh, and and watch and talk about what you see, and that actually has to be the coaches and the players that have to go through it because Saturday night, man, I'll tell you, Oklahoma came out and everything was clicking for them. You mentioned those points of 124 to 17 in the first quarter, but then you look at it and you see Ramondre Stevenson running the ball in the fourth quarter, wearing Oklahoma State out. You know, it's pick your poison at times and then the defense came out and, you know, you have the two defensive ends and and they just were on fire. So, again, Coach, when you looked at that film uh, Sunday morning after Saturday night, what were the things that actually jumped out at you that you're like, man, we really got to watch this? Uh, on both sides of the ball. Well, first of all, I was watching it on Saturday night on TV going, ugh. Uh. <laughs> that first drive could not have made you feel good, right? Both sides. I was like, ugh. And then uh, I think when, you know, they've been at full strength now with all the guys back from suspension now for a couple weeks, and you just see the progression of how they've played throughout the year. The games they've lost were really kind of crazy. They're up 21 versus Kansas State, and a couple just freak plays. Um where they where they lose that football game, and then Iowa State out of Iowa State they had a they had a lead again, give up a kickoff return that really kind of was a turning point in the game, uh, but they didn't play bad in that game. But the film from Saturday night, the thing that other than Rattler continuing his progression is the D line. Now the D line were you know they caused issues about every snap of the game. Uh, the kid Perkins, number seven. Um, you know, that's the best I've seen him play. He was dominant, Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week, deservedly so. Uh, the two inside players are – I thought they did a really good job. They moved. They Oklahoma State had real issues with them. Um, and I thought they, they covered better. You know, and they covered good people. Um, so their secondary has really made some really good strides. Yeah, hey, Coach, I have a theory, and I want you to tell me if I have a clue or if I'm out in left field, but when you look at this defense, and they're 19th totally in the country with 327 yards given up, uh, rushing defense, they're 10th. Uh, you know, opponents that are down, they're 7th in the country. Sacks, they're 5th. I mean, it goes on and on. And this is not the Oklahoma team that we saw in the college football playoffs a few years ago. So what my theory is is that with Grinch coming in as a defensive coordinator, he has actually changed the scheme where I'm seeing a lot more quarter-based where you're not – they used to run a whole ton of man and the, their defense is better because of it. A- am I correct? Do you see any change there or, uh, you know uh, – what do you think? No, I mean, they are basing out of quarters, but they're still playing a lot of man. They just they have some backstops back there. So their safeties are still a lot of what we call four lock or, or four man where they get the safeties that are still the run fitters, but they're playing a lot of man principles on the outside. The biggest thing is they've caused disruption with their front four, is, is, you know, and, and they are really, really talented. Their front four is very similar to the front four. That I, re, you know, the types of front four I remember going when I was in the league the first time at Texas Tech, and they had those type of guys up front, and those guys went on and played in the NFL for a long time, and I think these guys will too. Um, and, and the other thing that that probably the common fan doesn't appreciate as much is they play really, really hard defensively. I mean, they they are getting to the football, uh, they're aggressive, uh, and they're physical. I mean, they are they are playing at a 
you know, they are straining out there on the defensive side. Does number 11 jump out at you? Yeah, he does. He, he's their best. You know, he's, he's a stand-up. He plays what we call the bandit position, and, and he's, a, he's really good at one-on-one pass pro. Uh, he does a great job. He's long, gets his hands up. You know, he has several PBUs just getting his hands up on RPOs and quick game. Yeah, because I saw a thing today. He's their highest-graded player. In the, he's the highest graded player in the league. Pro Football Focus highest graded defensive player in the league. So, oh, really? He's making plays. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, listen. Hey, Wolf, we're going to have you stay on. Mike Joseph okay. is going to join us here in just a little bit. He's in the back of the room right now doing push-ups. And <laughs> uh, just, just, just kidding. Just Mike will still work out now. Neil, you ever notice that? Who, Mike? Oh, yeah. No, he's he's in he's in great shape. He's in great shape. He, he's he's. He's not going to give up the, the moniker of the toughest dude in the weight room. That ain't going away. No, those guys are yeah, – well, huh? people have no idea what still goes on. I mean, hey, he hey. will not give it up. No, he's not going to give up that. He's still, he's still the toughest guy in our weight room. You know, isn't that interesting? I mean, like most coaches – here's the deal. Most coaches, when they get done playing, for example, like you, like you never go out and say, you know, I think I'm going to go out and run some routes today. You know, just try, <laughs> just try to check some, uh, some out cuts, you know, do yeah, some things. Like, you're done, right? I mean, you're yeah. done. You're not running out there. Weight room guys, strength guys, they never, they never leave. They're still working out like they're still got to go play tomorrow. Hey, you ever notice that? that that's a very good point. That's something that that's a talking point when you get Mike on here. I mean that they just never give up. They just think, well, wrestler. That's also because he's a wrestler, <laughs> and those dudes are just different dudes, right? They're just like, you know that. Yeah, they just think yeah, that's, whole that's, different minds. A that's little fair. nuts we call him Tony nuts. <laughs> I think that yeah, you could use that word as well, the Wolf as well. All right. We'll cut you loose, Neil. Thank right. you so much. Awesome. You got a um, a uh, a very very passionate fan base with you here tonight. You got we do. Guys. I got I got the I got the crew in here, man. This first is time this year. First time this year. They were they were ready to go, and uh, I'm glad they came up here. Thanksgiving week, man. They're looking for things to do. This is a it's a hot ticket. Well, I tell you what, if this if this is one of the highlights, it's a, it's a it's a tough time. Dax it's, man is fired up. Dax is fired up. You've got an aspiring broadcaster and an aspiring critic, so they're all yeah. they're all in they're all good to go. You're exactly right. Right, I appreciate it. I appreciate Coach Hugs for for uh, filling in while we were finishing up practice, and everybody have a happy Thanksgiving and and cheering on the Mountaineers on Saturday night. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate it. Stay with us. More coming up with Mike Joseph after this. From Encova Insurance, solutions you can trust for business, auto, home, and life. At Encova Insurance, we encircle you with insurance solutions you can trust. We provide coverage to protect what you care about. Business insurance, including workers' compensation, auto, home, and life insurance. What makes us unique? Our superior financial strength, smart technology, a one-stop shop for custom-tailored solutions. Encova 360, our approach to workers' compensation and local decision-making. We are Encova Insurance. Visit Encova.com for more information. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now, hip. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two bagels. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. Injured in a car wreck? The last thing you should worry about is how much it's going to cost you to fight the insurance company. 
Call 800-687-5990. Attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell. It costs you nothing out of pocket, and we don't get paid unless you do. We know about the money the insurance companies won't tell you about. We could get you more. Injured in a car wreck? It costs you nothing out of pocket. Nothing. Call attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell. 800-687-5990. Around here, you matter. The Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, continues after this local timeout. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Morgantown's number one new home builder and the official home builder of WVU Athletics, Dan Ryan Builders, builds award-winning homes for Mountaineers and their fans. Make your first home or your last home a dream home by Dan Ryan Builders. Dan Ryan Builders and WVU, a winning combination. Let's go Mountaineers! Visit DanRyanBuilders.com to learn more. Dan Ryan Builders, better value, better living. Prices that are lower than low on backyard favorites like grill-ready hamburgers and fresh-picked strawberries? Then shop at Kroger. We give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the Kroger app, where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales, plus rewards like fuel points, giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low. Kroger, fresh for everyone. We're talking West Virginia football on the Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill. Now, once again, here's Tony Caridi. And thanks so much for being with us, everyone. Once again, a reminder that we've got a couple of things coming your way. We've got a bunch of stuff coming your way, in fact, on the Mountaineer Sports Network this week. We've got Mountaineer basketball tomorrow night. Tip-off to the season tomorrow evening at this time, 24 hours from right now, the ball will be bouncing West Virginia, South Dakota State tomorrow night, tip-off 7, pregame here at 6 o'clock. And then depending on what happens in that game, the Mountaineers will play Thursday and they'll play Friday as well. And so it's tomorrow night. If things go well, they would play and they win. they play Thursday afternoon. If things go well, they'd play Friday afternoon in the championship. So fingers crossed, night and then two afternoon games. And then, of course, Saturday, WVU and Oklahoma pregame coverage here will begin at 4 o'clock with the Gomart Mountaineer Tailgate Show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the program the Director of Strength and Conditioning for the Mountaineers. He's got a bunch of other titles, too. I mean, like, <laughs> when he signs his email... It goes to a second page. Yeah, I doubt that. That's no, nah, you really. Mike Joseph joins us. Hi, buddy. How are you? It's good. How are you doing? Glad I'm to well. have him. I'm well. Did you? Uh, and Wolf's with us as well. Wolf's upstairs um, in the press box, making sure that no one uh, steals the field um, during during the course it's good of the show. He's on security, right? Definitely have to. Lights are on. Good view. He's it's a big he's, week. He's good to go. So, was that a fair statement? What I left Neil with there that you guys in the strength and conditioning business never really understand that you don't play anymore, so you're always training for the game that's never going to come? Um, I don't know. I think uh, as a player, as an athlete growing up, obviously my passion was obviously – and the reason I had a lot of success in sports is – and it goes back to wrestling and, and all the sports I participate in. But 
just that work ethic. Yeah. And I think it goes back to um, everybody's different. Some some strength coaches get into like crosses. Some coaches get into the powerlifting. Some it depends on what their realm is. I've I've always been very competitive from, since day one, trying to compete with my older brothers, but all through sports. And I think just as a guy that expects the best of every every one of your players, yeah, you know that they're watching everything you do. And I'm probably the in the building the biggest disciplinarian, probably that calls everybody out. And looking at my shoulder, I know every guy in that locker room is waiting for a moment. <laughs> to bust my butt and call me out for doing something wrong. So it's, you always have to be on your toes. But I think it's just that thing of just kind of want to um, show guys how it should be done. No, I, I totally agree. And, you know, I'm messing with you guys. But if you didn't set the example, right, and to, to – okay, this is where I'm trying to get you guys. But if you didn't represent that and didn't set the example, I think people – you would not be – you would not get the respect that you, number one, get and need in order to take those guys to places where they didn't think they could get to. I agree. I think the biggest thing is the guys have to see it. Mm-hmm. And then if they can see somebody that's old, out of shape like me, they can do it. And they're a lot faster. They're a lot gen- more genetically gifted. They're more talented. All those attributes, it's more the mental component. Right. But they know that I'm not asking anything that, that I can't do or nobody's done in the past. Or Older guys have come through the program have already done and in the day, it's, it's not about me. It's about them. And if I want them to be best, but I want them to understand it's, it's kind of like the whole development as a football player, as a, a person, as a young man, we're trying to develop their character, trying to mentor them in the right direction. Right. So it's not about just training. It's about lifestyle. It's yeah. about how you live, how you take care of it, how you commit to your daily routine is the biggest thing. Yeah, and hey, Mikey, I'm sorry. Tony, go ahead, go ahead Wolf. In from the dark, but how much is trust a factor in all that? And everything you just said, that these guys have to wake up and be there at 530, 6 o'clock in the morning. How much is trust not only for you but your staff? It goes back to um, it's, it's a lot on my staff, a lot on myself in terms of like getting these guys. And it's a trans, trans, this whole process of transition, it starts back obviously through recruiting. It's through the coaching, the position coaches, the – area recruiter everything through obviously everything that coach brown wants this program to be and we have to basically go through and teach it daily and young guys coming in and this has probably been one of the harder years just because being away from each other being on zoom being on me not being interacting interpersonal skills and i think like just right now we do we do a developmental program that monday through thursday is 6 a.m so they're getting up at 5 a.m every day and they could see me smiling as soon as they come in the weight room at 5.30. So, and it's a long trust process, and it's just taken a lot of guys most of the season to get that point. Now, we, are, as a group, we're training very hard. We're, our guys are seeing differences in their bodies, how they train, how they move. But it's a big tr- process that uh, it don't know the time, how long it takes, but everybody's a little bit different. You take somebody that I've known longer, a junior, senior, they, the trust is there. They understand that everything we're doing program-wise, everything we're doing, tell them to do recovery, everything we're doing, eating, nutrition, sleep, they understand why. Man, you just made the most, the biggest understatement of the year. You said, well, yeah, this year's been kind of different. This year, especially on your side, mm-hmm. has got to be the most chaotic year that anyone could have ever imagined. Think about it. Number one, you did not have full spring practice you had no true real off-season conditioning like you normally would want to do it you were forced to take the entire 
operation and move it outside to the concourse. You had to tra- you had to get these kids in separate groups and work them out entirely different schematically of how you normally would work and keep them away from COVID and get them stronger and get them ready to play and have a hybrid type of training camp. Yeah. Dude, I think from from once we get this thing done with, right? It'll be downhill. I mean, there will be yeah. nothing ever to compare to what you guys have just gone through. And you guys have done a fantastic job. Knock on wood, yeah. knock on everything. We've been pretty doggone yeah, and I, solid and healthy. I go back to a lot of our administration, our medical staff, everybody that's involved in our organi- organization. I think it goes back to uh, you hit on nail on the head that what our guys, as a not just young guys, old guys, what the coaching staff, what the players, and, and, we're, and I'm, I, we're in a capsule. I understand the whole country, the whole world's been through it too. But I think – what we've gone through, there's nothing in terms of an off-season coming that's like this will be a while it's going to surprise us because we've right. basically been surprised by a good amount of things. But I think them having overcome that as young, especially our young guys, and this is the way you got introduced to college. This is the way you got introduced to training sure. and college football and the whole atmosphere. I think it makes it easy. Hopefully it will make it easier for them when they have adversity in the future, have adversity throughout their career. Bunch of different topics to get into. Dale Wolfley is with us. Mike Joseph, Director of Strength and Conditioning, is with us as well. We'll take a break, and we've got more coming your way after this. From Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill, home of the most live TVs in the area, and now offering delivery via DoorDash. Since 1994, Kegler Sports Bar has been one of Morgantown's most popular hangouts for sports fans. Come enjoy the game while eating Kegler's award-winning wings or try our selection of over 45 beers. But don't take our word for it. Come into Kegler's and see for yourself why we've been recognized nationally for our lively atmosphere and superior service. Follow us on Facebook or visit keglersportsbar.com to check out our daily specials. Kegler Sports Bar, sports, food, and great times. The coronavirus continues to affect us all, and AARP is here in West Virginia actively supporting you and your community. Every day, they're providing trusted information from experts, working to protect people from fraud, supporting family caregivers, and making it easier for neighbors to help neighbors through the new AARP Community Connections website. We may be apart, but we're not alone. Click to connect at aarp.org slash near you. Staying connected means games can still feel like this. Even if they actually sound like this. That's why U.S. Cellular is building a 5G network that works from outside to inside uninterrupted so you can stay connected even if you aren't at the game. Right now, get unlimited data for just $30 a month. Check out uscellular.com for more info. U.S. Cellular, upgrade to fair. Data may be temporarily slower than other traffic in times of congestion. Video streams set up to 480p DVD quality. Credit approval and auto pay paperless billing required. Additional terms apply. The Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, continues after this local timeout. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Shorter days and cooler nights, and the sweet sounds of fans chanting, Hail WV, can only mean one thing. It's football season. And now with GoMart, you can play along in-store while WVU plays on the field with the Mountaineer First and Gold Contest. Rush to score a touchdown as you gain yards by purchasing qualifying items each month. The best part, gear up for next season with GoMart's monthly WVU giveaways. Leading up to the ultimate win, a tailgate and tickets package, or a game during the 2021 football season. Go to GoMart.com for more details. 
Holiday gifts come in all sizes and shapes, carefully crafted for friends and family to take. Some don big bows or festive ribbon. Some sit in the snow waiting to be given. But no matter how the gift arrives, everyone will enjoy the prize inside. West Virginia Lottery scratch-offs always fill the holidays with fun. But hurry before the tickets are done. <laughs> Please play responsibly at a distance. We're talking West Virginia football on the Neil Brown Show, presented by Kengler Sports Bar and Grill. Now, once again, here's Tony Caridi. The Neil Brown Show being brought to you in part by Northeast Natural Energy. More than 150 years of combined knowledge and expertise focused in the Appalachian Basin. We are joined by WVU's Director of Strength and Conditioning, Mike Joseph. Dale Wolfley is with us as well. We're talking about uh, preparation. We're talking about strength conditioning. I find the topic to be absolutely fascinating because if you don't have a premium, especially at West Virginia University, if if you are not doing this at an extremely high level, you've got no chance whatsoever to compete. This is a development program, unlike the team that we're playing on Saturday, right? When you take a look and you see uh, four- and five-star guys littered across their depth chart. West Virginia, through the years, has prided itself on taking players and developing them and building them so that they are at the level where you, you know, you've been and we have been as a as a program extremely successful. Bring us up to speed, if you would, Mike. On um, as I said, very unique circumstances this year. What's what's your feel as to this culture change that Neil adopted and brought in here, and it's into year two right now. Where are we at? I think it's definitely uh, a year that we're getting better. Obviously, you can see on the field, obviously by guys, the performances, the guys playing harder. Um, I think it goes back to, like you said, we're developing guys. And we have some young guys in certain areas that are key. And some areas maybe we don't have as much depth as we'd like to have at this point. Next two years from now, it's a totally different situation. And But the thing you, I think you can see, at least in our area, and I think coaches can see, the progression of guys, how they physically maturate and mature over time, I think goes back to guys, as we have success on the field and success in the classroom, success off the field, and it starts reinforcing. And then that's the culture that starts feeding into the locker room and the guys that you want to carry that flag, per se, for the this is where we're going, this is the program, this is our discipline, this is our accountability. Everything that Neil talks about all the time is in the right direction. So... Obviously, every Saturday, we want to win every Saturday. And the more and more we win, the more and more we have success, it will keep reinforcing. And the more and more you bring high character, uh, great work ethics, um, good young men into the program, it's going to keep building. I think uh, it's always a process, and I don't think there's ever a point, and it goes back to development, where that's our program and our history. You can never become lax, never become complacent, because we always have to keep pushing because the minute we let go then we're going to have that lapse it's going to push back so i think uh it's always building and i don't think there's an end point because you there's always a point you can get better and i think the whole adage of uh, climbing we are climbing and i think we're getting better and i think we'll continue and i think we'll have a great off season this year and i think we'll be even more substantial next year 
Yeah. Hey, Mikey, let's break it down into individual players. And I'm going to get a player out here that I think that we can all agree on that uh, Letty Brown has had a tremendous year thus far. And when you look at him, he's, you know, at 165 attempts for five yards to carry. He's third on the team in receptions with 27. I mean, he's being a workhorse for sure. Is there a, a correlation of what you've seen, how he's worked in his third year all the way through and to what the results are now? Do you see that correlation going on for him? Yeah, I think it's definitely into it. He's a guy that early in the offseason back in January for all this time sat down and talked because he's uh, had several conversations off the field with Wendell Smallwood. And he had questions like, well, how did he get there? How, and kind of with me training him also, is like, what's the comparison? But Letty's a, a very strong young man. He's been a hard worker in the weight room since he's been here. I think through with Coach Brown and Coach Scott, he's – matured in terms of understanding the game, understanding film, understanding how he should attack the uh, daily routine, his weekly practices, and his game plan, and also his preparation, not just physically, but mentally. He spent a lot of extra time this year in terms of mobility, flexibility, because he runs hard, but he had some hip flexibility that kept his tightness at maybe with max speed. So things he's worked on, I think he made an effort to get better. He's really improved on it, and it actually shows, but I think it goes back to a, a junior that's got that's progressed slowly and had minimal touches, maybe freshman, sophomores that's really maximized now. And, and now he's gaining confidence and his preparation keeps getting better, but it goes back to his, the amount of work and the choice he made to get to kind of um, invest in himself and obviously invest in the program. And I would think uh, when others, younger guys see him, it validates. Okay. So he said, how do I get to be like Wendell Smallwood? Now other younger guys in the program say, okay, how do I get to be like Letty Brown? And that's what feeds off of it, right? And collectively as a team, K-State win validates what you guys are doing. TCU win validates. Listen to what we tell you to do. It'll work. Yeah, okay. You get one of these wins on Saturday, and then that just takes you to an absolute another level of, yeah, guess what? And that's the thing we have to go, go back to, and I think uh, Coach Brown talks about it all the time, and that's one thing we talk about the waivers, the process, and you have to do the little things to get the big things. And the weeks you're talking about, I think those are the weeks we had great preparation. The weeks that maybe we lost, came up short, I think those are the weeks maybe we had some issues. We had some accountability issues. So I think it goes back to Letty. Now he has to now take what he is doing now and become a team leader for us and really do outside of the locker room, outside of the game field. And that goes back to each each week we build, each week we understand it's a new process every week. It's a new process every year. So I think once we keep building and we have that foundation, the foundation keeps getting stronger. Mike Joseph is with us, Director of Strength and Conditioning for the Mountaineers. Much more to talk about. We invite you to stay tuned. More coming up after this from United Bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. At United Bank, banking means more than financial solutions. It means rallying around the causes that are important to our customers, employees, and communities. While we have grown in size and presence, we have never forgotten our roots. By giving back to our local communities and funding business development, we help fuel economic growth. Our success is your success. Because to us, this is home. United Bank, West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Member FDIC. My name is John. I've worked hard since I was 15 years old. I've injured myself quite a few times. I thought I knew what addiction was, but I really didn't. Kicking opioids by far has been the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I drew a line, and I got in the program, and I'm still in today. 600 days sober and counting. Opioid use disorder can happen to anyone. Through treatment with medication, so can recovery. Learn more at backtolifewv.org. 
Julia's Pepperoni Rolls, the original pepperoni roll and the official pepperoni roll of the West Virginia Mountaineers, still made with the original recipe since 1925. Julia's Pepperoni Rolls features delicious homemade bread, succulent pepperoni, mouthwatering cheese, and are conveniently available at quality retailers everywhere. When ordering, be sure to ask for a Julia's Pepperoni Roll, because if it's not Julia's, it's not the original or official pepperoni roll of the Mountaineers. Welcome back to the Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill. Have a question for the show? Send us a tweet at WVUMSN. Here's your host, Tony Caridi. One of the features that we have each week on the show is the Parks Superstore's Hard Worker of the Week. And each week we let one of the Mountaineer coaches designate a player or players that have caught their eye, that are doing everything that they've been asked, plus a little bit more. It's brought to us by Parks. Work hard, play harder. Parks. So, Mike, Mike Joseph, our guest, who is in that weight room? Who is someone that you catch out of your eye and say he's going above and beyond? I think uh, as a group, uh, we definitely have a, a, a whole nucleus of our team trains extremely hard. And we, myself and Coach Brown, obviously we push a lot of edge work, which we call extra our edge of whatever we're doing, maybe skill-wise, conditioning, maybe extra mobility, maybe extra recovery, extra treatment. But the biggest thing, I think we always push guys to come and do extra. And there's several guys on the team that come in throughout the day all day long, but two guys stand out that actually make it very competitive. How many hours, how much do they do extra, how many reps do they do extra of different things. And I'm going to have to probably give it to both of them. Double winner. Okay. So we go on two of them, both West Virginia guys. So first one's Grayson Malasevich, and then the second one would be Zach Frazier. They're very competitive, and it's a friendly competitive, like who comes in most, but and they actually kind of keep track of it. So a guy like Zach or a guy like Grayson, what other extra things that they are doing? What kind of stuff do they get in and do extra? Of? Um, it's always that we're doing it, whether core work, mobility, extra conditioning. For uh, Grayson, we have different things we do for force speed tre- treadmill and different things like that. For Zach, it might be for extra mobility. He's a strong guy that loves the weight room, loves a former wrestler. So for him, it might be footwork mobility. Because uh, he's, as a young guy, going through a lot of snaps, most young guys at his age can't handle as much contact and interior oh, alignment. So getting his body in. So we're talking about cryo, light bed, uh, getting a lot of boots and mobility stuff. So uh, we have float tanks. A lot of those guys get in and do a lot of that. So it's not just all work, but it's all the things that will make your body go so you can go harder the next time. Wolf, you know how hard it is to play on the offensive line as a young guy. Most mm-hmm. of the times when we say a redshirt freshman's getting some snaps, that's a big deal. But a true freshman to get snaps, I mean, it, it truly, I mean, you know, we've, we've kind of gone back in time. I think like two guys in the last 40 years as mm-hmm. true freshmen have, have seen some time, but yeah. to do what Zach mm-hmm. has done, um, he's currently leading the team in knockdown blocks. He's played, obviously, both center and guard. Uh, I think he's on his way without question to be a freshman All-American. He'll be one of two, I think, that we'll have this year, and Akeem Mesidor being uh, the other one. I mean, it's a wow. And, and, here's, a guy that's, and here's a guy that's from Fairmont um, Senior High School, and it's, uh, it's just an amazing story. And then you throw in, oh, by the way, Dante and Darius, right, and, and those other guys. I mean, it's just it's pretty amazing. I agree. He's definitely uh, worked hard and has definitely put in a situation that's tough and demanding, but he's excelled at it. Now, you played with his dad? 
uh, uncle. His well, uncle. I played his dad at Fairmont State. At Ryan, Fairmont State, yeah. yeah Raymond Frazier, and I actually grew up with his uncle, too, Chris Courtney. Okay. So when was the first time you remember little Zach coming around and going, like, hey, you know what, I think this kid might be – I mean, at what point did you hear about him? I think uh, growing, like obviously being back in this area for most of my career and staying in contact with a lot of people at Fairmont and talking to Chris and talking to different people at different times throughout the, his growing up, and all you hear, like, former coaches and people around, oh, you got to see him wrestle, you got to see him play football. It's just like – it's just kind of word of mouth, and then we really start seeing him do some things. It's pretty impressive, and he's a kid that has been hungry, I think, growing up and learned the right way and did it the right way. So yeah. he's very successful, and hopefully he continues that. Hey, Mike, is, uh, is Zach your guy, man? Is that your boy? Because, you know, he's Fairmont, he's wrestler, you know, he's champion and all no, that. No, I'm actually harder on Fairmont guys than anybody else, like Dante, <laughs> Darius. Seriously. Uh, Jake, Zach, all those guys from Fairmont. Um, I'm very hard on those, and they, they know that. So they kind of have to walk more of a straighter line because they're representing this area and obviously the state. And it goes back to uh, you should be prideful of what you do and, and, and kind of like how you put your name on it and how you represent your family. And But the biggest thing is, a lot of people talk, look down upon West Virginia guys, and, and, and so right now you should take opportunity to excel at it and really be competitive oh, and really be the guys that set the standards, set the tone, and, and lead the flag, per se, of our program and, and to a championship level. So, yeah, unnecessarily all my guys in the locker room because I give about um, everybody matters the same, but with Fairmont guys, I'm harder on them. Yeah, and I'm sure you're saying to yourself, <laughs> just keep them coming, right? Yeah. Just, just keep those guys coming. We've thrown out a couple of topics here that in the old days uh, were never even discussed. Words like recovery, right? Words like uh, um, cryo, um, you know, all these kinds of things. There's been a whole change in the mindset of how you practice, how you get your body ready. And those guys that have adopted it, um, I think, have had just tremendous success as a result of that. So let's kind of pull the levels back here. First off, the NCAA change that allowed for kids, student-athletes, to have more access to food has been an absolute game-changer. That's probably arguably the most important thing they've done over the last decade, per se, because as a young athlete, like when I I do my recruiting, when I talk to parents, talk to all the athletes – and they're at the point of their career, of their their age, when their ability to maximize their growth, hormones, all that, if they train hard, and that's the thing about we get into recovery and all, this, all the technology, all that, you can't take away hard training. You have to push them and train. It's hard you train, you just got to recover better. But the biggest thing, the most important, two important, the two most important things that they must do to maximize their genetic potential is eat and sleep. And I think we we were at such a deficit before with athletes because the amount of food that they're limited how much they could meal wise and that is one hundred percent back even before they did it. I pushed as much resource as possible with this nutrition and feed them as much as possible because that's where they're gonna have the biggest nourishment slash recovery component. Yeah, you think about all the calories you're asking them to expend 
each and every day, and then we weren't properly giving them the opportunity to fill it back up. And it was, you know, it's like fighting a fire uh, with a hose in one hand and a torch in the other. It wasn't, wasn't going to work. And it goes back to every athlete has their own needs. It could be some, obviously, more nutritional, anything in its limitation. But on average, majority of athletes have need about five, 6,000 calories per day on when they're very active certain times of year. So, And we're talking about some athletes are taking 2,000 at most, sometimes during the day, and that's yeah. such a deficit you can't get over. Well, it's good to hear that number because Wolf is still doing five to six thousand calories a day, <laughs> so it's it's it part and parcel. I tell you, right you know what? Though, ever since you know the COVID hit, though, it's it's been hard, TC, because I used to go in there and eat off the bread. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. And now Wolf. I've been like a kicked me. out of the building, man. No, I get it. Know? No, I, I completely understand that. That'll change. All right, stay with us. We've got more coming up. Mike Joseph, director of strength and conditioning is our guest. We're back with this after this word from Julia's Pepperoni Roll's official pepperoni roll of the Mountaineers. WVU Medicine Children's provides specialty maternal, infant, and pediatric care for families in West Virginia and the surrounding region. We offer care to high-risk mothers, premature infants, and children with life-threatening conditions through adolescence to adulthood. Visit WVUKids.com. At Northeast Natural Energy, we're making the most for West Virginia through the state's abundance of clean natural gas. We're West Virginia operated, West Virginia trusted, and West Virginia fans. Northeast Natural Energy, doing things well for West Virginia. Gear up with the latest Mountaineers apparel from the official online store, shopwvu.com. You'll find a great selection of over 2,000 Mountaineers products, including official team merchandise from Nike. Get everything a Mountaineers fan needs, including jerseys, sideline gear, polos, t-shirts, hats, and more. Remember, real Mountaineers gear up at the West Virginia Mountaineers official online store, shopwvu.com. At Encova Insurance, we encircle you with insurance solutions you can trust. We provide coverage to protect what you care about. Business insurance, including workers' compensation, auto, home, and life insurance. What makes us unique? Our superior financial strength, smart technology, a one-stop shop for custom-tailored solutions. Encova 360, our approach to workers' compensation and local decision-making. We are Encova Insurance. Visit Encova.com for more information. The Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill, continues after this local timeout. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Today tastes like game day at home. Like assigned couch seating. (laughs) Tastes like coffee table dining. And an ice-cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. (laughs) Today tastes like watching football is supposed to. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. I'm Neil Brown. When disaster strikes your home or business, tell your insurance provider you prefer the restoration company, The Mountaineers Call. Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration.
Tom Show, presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, continues exclusively on MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Once again, here's Tony Caridi. Thanks for being with us. Time now to build up to our next opponent, the Sooners of Oklahoma. It's brought to us by Dan Ryan Builders. Dan Ryan Builders, better value, better living. Mike Joseph, Director of Strength and Conditioning, is with us. So the opponent this week is Oklahoma. Mike, this late in the season, coming off of a much-needed bye week, what is your goal, role with this team right now to get them ready to go on Saturday? Because I know it's you're in a, you're in the late portion of the season. You got to keep them fresh. Yet at the same time, they got to maintain strength. How you guys approach this? I think uh, it goes back to we want them like all intangible, run fast, strong, confident, all those things. But I think we've had a very good in season training. I think we the way we've set it up and this Coach Brown and we did this practices slash our lifting meetings in the mornings. Uh, I think our guys got stronger and number the pushing good weight. Obviously, we can't. Uh, do normal squat like now we're doing box squats with change we're doing different things to accommodate resistance but the biggest thing like in uh, Washington today obviously GPS is a way to really reinforce it but our guys are right now are moving fast so coming off a long five game stretch you want to stay healthy as possible uh, you want to obviously have as many wins as possible and be confident and feel good but coming off the bye week you want guys feeling fresh, being explosive, having confidence. They're the strongest they are all year, and I think right now they are. So oh, That's good to hear. It goes back to now you have to do the little things, obviously schematically practice and be prepared mentally and physically, but you want to get put your best foot forward, per se, on the field, that our best product, we're going to run as fast as possible, we're going to be in great condition, we're going to be physical, we're going to be strong, and then obviously it put your best chance of winning. You refer to the GPS, which the – players wear on them on their body both in practice and in games did you see numbers starting to show some decrease in that five-week run where toward the end were you were you seeing maybe a little fatigue setting in um periodically i think you just hit like certain guys maybe at times like as a whole i think we you always have a practice maybe that's down where just a lethargic practice or you have maybe one they're more amped up they're moving around as a group but the one thing we try to look at is obviously if a guy is having several weeks in a row, he's he's going negative or he's going declining. Right. Because then then you have an issue. Right. Then are we practicing too much or are we not recovered? Uh, is it individual? But the biggest thing is if you see maybe one or two guys have a bad day, but then you have a handful still running fast, moving fast. And it's, it's not the practice. It's not the um, your load in terms of weight room. You just have to hit individually. Then you look at that guy. So how you're eating, how you're sleeping. You look at how you're recovering in terms of that, your HRV. Then you start looking like, what are you doing extra? What are you doing outside of here in terms of getting your body back? And and a lot of times we find out it's not just the physical; it's the mental component. And if they're ready to go, if they're excited about practice, they're going to run fast. Obviously, and it's kind of a simple equation. But a lot of guys, if they're kind of just mentally kind of tired from a grind of five sure. weeks of traveling, practicing, the, the monotony of the the routine, I think those days you might not hit your top in speed. But I think it goes back to we tried to. I know, I know Coach Brown does a lot to make it competitive, to make it uh, challenging, and trying to make sure we're getting working. Yeah. You know, hey, Mike, I, I've talked to you many times about this, but when you 
are I always say you're a team psychologist for the guys because they come to you. You're the really during the offseason, you become almost the head coach in a way because you're with them every day. But when you're hiring your staff, you look at Snod, Schmitty, and Rafi, I mean, they're different personalities. Now, they're all tough. We all know that. But how did you do the makeup and the chemistry of your coaching staff? Because they really work well with the guys. I think it goes back to since I've obviously been a director here. Uh, I've had a, a lot of great assistants, and several of them right now are head, head guys. But I try to pick guys that have, number one, great character. Uh, like we talked about before, a great work ethic because they, they, they have to see it daily. Um, but the biggest thing that goes back to you, got, you can't choose the same person in every assistant. They can't be a mimic. They can't look like me. They can't act like me because I'm probably the – I'm on them all the time, yelling all the time. And every guy, you look at where we're, we're recruiting guys all over the country – uh, different backgrounds, different um, issues of them growing up. So we we need guys in my, in my my room, just like the coaching staff, to have diverse backgrounds and be able to kind of ha- help guys with their certain areas of their development, their uh, maturing. We talked about during their early on in their career, if uh, things come up, adversity comes up, and it's just having different personalities helps the locker room and finding guys that can reach different parts of the locker room, reach different guys that maybe don't interact don't open up to certain coaches right away so i think having a great staff that works hard having a great staff that's on the same page with us and on with coach brown and biggest thing is to have the number one goal is obviously be great at their profession but they also give um, great care and concern about the kids yeah absolutely mike joseph our guest need to take a break more coming up after this from bud light whenever there's a game to watch there's a bud light there Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now, hip. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two mangoes. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. Secure your field position in November, the last month of the Mountaineer First and Gold Contest at GoMart. All month long, you'll be automatically entered for a chance to win a signed WVU football by purchasing 24-ounce Coke products. And if you've played each month, you're on your way to the final push into the end zone for a chance to score the grand prize, a tailgate and tickets package for a game during the 2021 football season. But remember, you must register your rewards card to play. Go to GoMart.com for more details. Have you been injured in a wreck? You shouldn't have to worry about fighting the insurance company, and it shouldn't cost you a dime. Call attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell, 800-687-5990. We help fellow West Virginians. Ask around. We've probably helped a friend, neighbor, or even a family member. We never ask you for money, and we don't get paid unless you do. Injured in a wreck? Call the law firm you know, 800-687-5990. Attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell. Around here, you matter. The Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill, continues after this local timeout. This is MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Diversified Gas and Oil, a West Virginia company that embraces the responsibility to provide affordable, reliable, clean energy to the Mountain State. Investing in jobs, committed to safety, and providing opportunity for Mountaineers all across the land. Diversified Gas and Oil, sustainable energy for the future of West Virginia. Diversified Gas and Oil, official partner of West Virginia Athletics. 
Are you thinking about continuing your education, advancing your career, or changing occupations? WVU Online has over 55 combined online certificates and degrees ranging from associate to graduate. We make earning a quality education while balancing family, work, and additional responsibilities achievable. We understand taking that next step can be challenging, but we're committed to student success and instructional excellence. Want to talk more about your next step? Contact our office to speak with one of our academic life coaches. Visit online.wvu.edu today to learn how you can become a mountaineer online. Let's go. Brown Show, text us your question at 304-314-4161. For more of tonight's show, here again, Tony Caridi. And tonight's program brought to us by the West Virginia Lottery. Believe it could happen to you. Please play responsibly at a distance and by Northeast Natural Energy. More than 150 years of combined knowledge and expertise focused in the Appalachian Basin. So Mike Joseph is our guest. Final couple of minutes of our program. Del Wolfley joins us as well as we get ready for the uh, the Mountaineers and the Sooners. You mentioned earlier recruiting. I mean, you, you, you play a key role in that, right, in talking with prospective kids and their families as to what the experience will be like. And I think oftentimes that might get lost. You know, general fans just kind of think, well, it's the head coach and it's a position coach. You play a key role, man. You got a little. I know you. You're 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 the most humble guy out there, but like your brand of what you've been able to do for guys here is a huge selling point. I agree. Uh, it goes back to um, obviously the traditions we've had here of guys developing and getting to the next level, but the amount of success we've had here since um, over the last ten, twelve years of guys coming in as maybe underrated, not recruited, or you're undersized that end up being guys or draft picks or guys in NFL. And I think it goes back to our relationship with uh, sports science, our relationship with R&I and, and, and our W Medicine. And it goes back to we're trying to hit the wellness of all the athletes. So the number one thing, obviously, athletes obviously look at facilities. They look at program success. They look at the uniforms, all that. But nowadays it goes back to they're going to look at how can I get to the NFL? How can I be an All-American? How can I – all the technology, all the gadgets they see on there, they see an NFL do, or different things. They're like, what do we can do? And there's a lot of uh, universities that have a lot of the, the recovery modalities or technology we're talking about. But that's one thing we're here. We've kind of and used them the right way and used them to really help guys get ready. To be. And yep. at the end of their career, you can start seeing the change. And I think that's the biggest thing is when you talk to your mom, or dad, or grandmother, or coach, or brother, or sister, whoever's kind of the guardian and they understand that yeah we want to win we want them to be great players but the biggest thing they're going to be healthy when we leave here but also they're going to be maximized fully to the potential well we wish you the absolute uh, best uh, great job so far getting through this wild time we appreciate your time i appreciate having me mike joseph director of strength and conditioning del wolfley thank you very much yeah, a uh, birthday shout out here to our video producer devin kane runs our special camera Turns a just a, a, a very young 23 today. So happy birthday to her. Happy Pat birthday. Sargent and David Connor, producer, thanks for being with us. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Neil Brown Show. Stay well, stay healthy, everyone. We'll see you. Get more bank for your business with United Bank. Whether you'd like to start a business, purchase commercial real estate or equipment, United Bank can help. 
We support business development throughout our great state, making business and consumer loans and fueling opportunities. Small business owners' dreams come true and larger corporations grow. What can we do for your business? United Bank, West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. We are Staples, and we're ready to help shape the future of work life. With a team of real people by your side, dedicated to serve. Sharing innovative ideas to keep your team connected, productive, and inspired. With a product assortment focused on business, so you can find exactly what you need. We're Staples, the work-life fulfillment company. Get to know us at staplesadvantage.com. Morgantown's number one new home builder and the official home builder of WVU Athletics, Dan Ryan Builders, builds award-winning homes for Mountaineers and their fans. Make your first home or your last home a dream home by Dan Ryan Builders. Dan Ryan Builders and WVU, a winning combination. Let's go Mountaineers! Visit DanRyanBuilders.com to learn more. Dan Ryan Builders, better value, better living. The Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler's Sports Bar and Grill, continues after this local timeout. This is MSN, the Mountaineers Sports Network. At Encova Insurance, we encircle you with insurance solutions you can trust. We provide coverage to protect what you care about. Business insurance, including workers' compensation, auto, home, and life insurance. What makes us unique? Our superior financial strength, smart technology, a one-stop shop for custom-tailored solutions. Encova 360, our approach to workers' compensation and local decision-making. We are Encova Insurance. Visit Encova.com for more information. While we anxiously await the return of Mountaineer Sports, there are other athletes like you trying to stay in the game. Hi, it's Tony Caridi. Whether you suit up for WVU or just play for fun, don't let an injury keep you on the bench. The state's best athletes rely on world-class care from the same WVU Medicine Orthopedics team of experts that help you with sprains, broken bones, or anything life throws at you. It is a great day to be a Mountaineer with WVU Medicine. Call 855-WVU-CARE to schedule your appointment today. Listening to the Neil Brown Show, presented by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill on MSN, the Mountaineer Sports Network. Join us on Thursday nights throughout the season as we talk West Virginia University football. The Neil Brown Show has been brought to you by Kegler Sports Bar and Grill, now offering delivery via DoorDash. Bud Light, whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Dan Ryan Builders, better value, better living. Subway, freshly prepared in front of you. United Bank, West Virginia's bank, proud to be united with the Mountaineers. And by WVU Medicine, official medical provider of the Mountaineers. Be sure to join us right here on this MSN station on game day for coverage beginning three and a half hours before kickoff. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of MSN, the Mountaineers Sports Network.